Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of the CIAC cast. I'm Joel Cookson, and I am very happy that you've decided to spend a little time with me today talking a little high school sports. We've, uh, as I mentioned, um, in our last edition, which hopefully you checked out, we did a giant year in review episode uh, with a number of notable sports folks from around the world of high school sports in the state of Connecticut reached out to 10 different people to get their perspective on some of the biggest moments and stories from the past high school sports season. So hope you will check that out. Uh, uh, Now a two-year tradition we've had of doing that and uh, really a lot of fun and I think a great way to kind of wrap up uh, officially wrap up the 2016-17 high school sports season. So hope you'll check that out. Uh, That was last episode. This episode doing something a little bit different now uh we we still uh it is august but we still kind of are, are in a little bit of the summer uh the the summer quiet period here so what we're going to do this week we're just going to have one guest going to be a little bit of a shorter episode i would imagine uh just a little bit of an in-depth uh, conversation with greg simon and uh who is greg simon you ask greg simon is the new uh now been on the job for just about a month uh, associate executive director of the CIAC, so uh, one of our the folks uh, in charge here, and uh, and uh, that I answer to. But uh, that's not why we're having him on the podcast. Having him on the podcast because it's a a big job and somebody who uh, who makes a lot of decisions and, and does a lot of things that that certainly impact a lot of schools and, and athletes uh, around the state. So wanted to uh, have to take this opportunity during some of this quiet time to to sit down and have a little chat with Greg, talk a little bit about uh, him, get let folks get to know him a little bit. He's a, a wonderful guy who's, uh, who's already um, fitting in very, very well here at the CIAC and has a great history of uh, – of working in high school sports and, and benefiting kids and athletes and uh, in the state of Connecticut. So we're looking forward to, to talking to Greg, uh, as I said, getting a little bit of his background, talking a little bit about uh, his perspective on, on the CIAC and where we are and where we hope to go uh, and things like that. So we're looking forward to that conversation with Greg. So we'll just have the one one interview this week and uh, go a little bit deep with, with Greg Simon and, and hope folks will enjoy uh, the opportunity to hear from him and get to know him a little bit and hear his thoughts on some of the things happening around the world of high school sports in the state of Connecticut. So that's what we have coming up. As always, uh, if you listen to the podcast on iTunes, we would love it if you do that, first of all. Uh, please uh, subscribe uh, to us at the Apple Podcast uh, app uh, on your computer, on your phone, on your tablet, whatever it might be. You can subscribe there and uh, and rate us and leave us a review as well. We love those things. Uh, get a feel for how folks are enjoying the podcast and just a great way for us to be able to get a sense for how many folks we're reaching with this uh, little endeavor here that we we do to uh, to talk about high school sports. So we'd love if you would do that. You can, of course, find it on the uh, the CIAC website, CIACsports.com. There's a podcast link there. It's got all of the episodes, and you can also click to subscribe there. Or if you go to your Apple uh, podcast app, search CIACcast, you can find us there. Uh, click to subscribe. We'd love it. Then you don't have to worry about missing anything. Uh, all of the new episodes, of course, will arrive uh, on your phone, on your mobile device, whatever it might be. Um, and that's a great way to stay up to date. Uh, you can also, of course, follow us on Twitter. We do a lot there on Twitter at CIAC Sports is the Twitter account. Facebook.com slash CIAC Sports as well is a great way to keep track of what's going on. 
and uh, and CICSports.com, of course, where we keep uh, all of the information. We start looking towards that fall season. All of the schedules are there. The Tournament Central page has been updated. It's been kicked forward to uh, the new year. All the dates are there for the championships if you want to start marking your calendars for that. Very excited about uh, about those things. So that's a, a great resource as well, CICSports.com. And since we're, uh, we're talking about it, let's just dive right into things you might have missed on CICSports.com. The summer is a little bit quieter um, there uh, on the website, but we do have a few things. First of all, if you haven't seen it, I uh, was very happy and, and uh, happy with how it turned out the um, – we counted down the top uh, moments on uh, the NFHS network, the top championship moments from the 2016-17 season. We did had a vote. Um, we did a big uh, voting there, and then we uh, we counted down the top five. So we highlighted the top five. If you could check it out and did a little story on each of the top five and then a more extensive story uh, on the number one moment. So that was a lot of fun. You can check out all of the uh, – we've got a link to all of the, the, the moments that we chose. We did one for each of the sports where we were able to broadcast the championship. So we had 16 choices. Uh, it's got some great votes. Almost 1,100 folks weighed in either uh, through the website or on social media. Um, and that was a lot of fun. So, uh, and the voting did not turn out the way we thought it might, which is uh, was part of the fun of a uh, uh, of doing an online poll like that. You never know whose uh, fan base is going to get rallied and who's going to vote. And uh, we hope that you'll uh, check that out as well. So, um, championship moment number one, two, three, four, and five are all right there on CISCSports.com. Of course, as I mentioned, the link to the last podcast, um, the uh, the big year in review episode. We've posted a couple editions of Linked Up. We did two last week. We will have another one uh, this Friday. Another good edition of Linked Up. Lots of good high school sports stories still being written during the summer months. We hope you'll uh, we'll check that out as well. So that's just a few of the things uh, that you might have missed at CICSports.com. Hope you'll check that out and uh, and subscribe again to the podcast. Go to uh, the CIC cast link. It's right there on the homepage at CICSports.com. You can check out all of the episodes there and uh, as well as the uh, the ability to subscribe. So we'd love if you would, uh, would consider doing that. And, uh, and it's a lot of fun. So well, let's, um, as always, of course, before we get to our guest, we're going to uh, bring you a message from our friends at the Connecticut Department of Transportation. And uh, quite simply, this time, we uh, we just mentioned that we'd, uh, you know, you're, you're going to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, hopefully, and uh, you're going to listen to it on your mobile device in the car. But uh, but keep that mobile device uh, tucked away. We, we talk about this uh, every edition of the, the CIC cast. It's simply not worth the risk. Uh, you know, I always, it's one of these things, I always think that people think that, oh, I'm, I'm the one who's, uh, you know, I'm able to do this. I'm, uh, I'm good at driving while, uh, while texting or emailing or whatever it is you're doing on your phone. You're not. You, uh, you might think that you're uh, not distracted. You are distracted. It's impossible to do that, those sorts of things without uh, diverting your attention a little bit, and that could be the difference uh, between life or death for yourself or, or for somebody else uh, in a worst case. You know, you really, uh, you're, you're putting other people at risk. You're putting yourself at risk. It's simply not worth it. Please keep your phone tucked away. One text or call could wreck it all, and that's a, a risk we simply do not want any of our listeners uh, to be taking. So please, uh, please, please, please keep that phone parked away. That's the message from the friends at the Connecticut Department of Transportation. So with that, let's get to our conversation with Greg Simon. Going to hopefully uh, go a little deep with him and have a little chat just about a lot of things in the world of high school sports and help you get to know our new associate executive director. Very happy to be joined here in the office, not uh, doing a phone call recording today, of uh, with Greg Simon, our, the new 
Associate Executive Director from the uh, the CIAC. Greg uh, comes to us uh, after a long stint at Newtown High School as the Athletic Director, but we'll uh, we'll let him get into that. But Greg, uh, thanks very much for joining me. Thank you, Joel. Um, so, Greg, let's uh, we'll we'll start off here and and just kind of let. Uh, just people get to know you a little bit. So we'll start, uh, you know, with some some easy uh, kind of biography questions and, and just say, uh, um, you know, what, uh, how would you kind of uh, d- describe yourself to people? What, what, what would you like to, uh, to let folks know and, and kind of fill folks in on, on how you, uh, how you came to the CIAC and, and what you were doing before that and all that good stuff? Thank you. I'm very lucky that pretty much all my life I wanted to be a teacher. I had a great ninth grade social studies teacher that really turned me on to history. And from that point forward, it was always my goal to be a teacher. And uh, I was lucky enough to graduate from Central Connecticut State College in 1981. And I got a job at a Catholic school in Bridgeport for my first five years, where I cut my teeth at St. Ambrose School and uh, did everything there. Coached baseball, coached basketball, ran the mural program. Anything they asked me to do, I did. And I learned a lot there in 1986. I went to Newtown Middle School and, and taught there uh, for the next 13 years. I coached uh, basketball at Newtown Middle School, both the boys and girls teams, believe it or not, one before school, <laughs> one after school. So it was a long day. Yeah. And uh, I started the baseball program at Newtown Middle School and coached that for five years. I uh, was social studies department head for about 10 years. I loved teaching there. It was really just a, a joy to have spent my time there. But in 1999, uh, the AD's position became open at Newtown High School. And, you know, it wasn't something I was really looking to do. I was very happy with what I was doing. But I was kind of thinking about the future and thinking about maybe wanting to transition into something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Just to, to take, take a, a look and see if that was something I wanted to do. So. Uh, somehow I was chosen to be the AD, <laughs> not being at the high school, being at the middle school, which was uh, kind of interesting. And when I first got up there, I was certainly terrified of the job and was something I really didn't understand. And I think you know, people who are ADs today don't really understand what it was like back in the late 90s and before that when there was no CIAC website, when everything <laughs> was done by hand, everything was sent back and forth. Uh, even communicating within your own league. I mean, trying to call everyone, umpires, buses. You know, there was no real use of email, computer. It was really, a, it, was a, it was a different world. Sure. And uh, to see where it's come to today has been amazing. So after doing that for um, 17 years, enjoying my time at Newtown High School, I decided it was time I wanted to do something different again. So mm-hmm. I, I say I took my gap year and uh, <laughs> took a year off, did some some small jobs. And when this job came open, I thought, well, I'm going to go for it. And I did. And I was lucky enough to be selected to, to do this job. Uh, you mentioned, you know, education and, and teaching was sort of the initial, you know, knew that you wanted to do that. When did, when did athletics kind of fold in and, and how did that, you know, kind of decision come to you that you knew, uh, you know, I also wanted to be involved uh, in terms of the education on the athletics front, whether right. coaching or, yeah. or then later at the, the athletics director's yeah. positions? I think, I think I always wanted to be, I think a teacher needs to be more than just a figure in the classroom. I think kids need to relate to, to their teachers and you have a great opportunity to do that by being involved with what they do, whether it's student council, whether it's running a club or an organization. And my passion has always been sports since I was a kid. I love to play sports. I love to, to be involved in sports. So when I had an opportunity to start coaching 
at St. Ambrose School, I took advantage of it. They mm-hmm. were they were in need of coaches. Uh, <laughs> we didn't get paid anything to coach. You know, we did it because we loved to be with kids. And it was just a way to take the extension of the classroom to that after school time and spend time with kids. And I, and I love to do that. And obviously, the more you begin to coach, the more you know, passion you begin to have for it and you get to be a little bit better at it. And uh, it's just something that I always wanted to do. And when I was lucky enough at, at Newtown Middle School to um, become the basketball coach there along with my, my co-coach, Tom Krosky, you know, we had, a, we had a great little run there at the middle school, had a lot of fun with it, and it just kept getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. And when the job came open at Newtown High School, I became the girls' basketball coach there for 11 years and really had a lot of fun doing that. It was just a great experience. Uh, the, from the athletic director component, you talked about, um, you know, how different, how much the job has changed with all the technology resources that are available. Uh, you know, and obviously I I think it also has changed as, as more and more gets put on those, uh, those folks plate as, as you're well aware, uh, you know, a lot of different, uh, components and things that they're worrying about now that you probably were not worrying about, uh, in, in the late nineties. But I'm curious, uh, what sort of, you know, how did you approach that job when you, when you started, what was sort of your, you know, kind of overarching, you know, maybe mission or, or goal? What, how did you approach it and, and what you were sort of trying to accomplish as an athletic director? I think overarching my mission always was, and my message to my coaches always was that athletics needed to be fun, that it needed to be an experience where kids would see it as an extension of the classroom, that they went from their classes out to a field and and all those same rules and ideas, you know, followed out there as far Mm -hmm. as coaches were concerned. But they had to make it fun for kids. I mean, kids had to want to be there. I used to say all the time, we don't want kids dreading going to practice or dreading being there. It, had, it should be a fun experience for them, and everyone has to look at it that way. You know, when I first got there, our, the number of teachers who were coaching had diminished tremendously. So one of my early goals there was to try to bring teachers back to coaching. Mm-hmm. I think teachers make the best coaches, and that's nothing disparaging about, about coaches who are not teachers, but there's just something unique about a teacher who understands how to deal with parents and understands how to deal with kids and really has had a tremendous amount of training sure. in that area that makes them very, very special. And, and I think I did a great job of that. We brought, I think uh, by the time I left, over 60% of our varsity coaches were all teachers, and it made a big difference. Yeah. And I also wanted to bring uh, more female coaches in coaching female sports. I thought it was really important that, that, that our young uh, female student-athletes had a great opportunity to, to see role models right in front of them, and it wasn't always males coaching female sports. You know, so those were some of the small things that I wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, when I arrived there, it was really, uh, honestly, it was the, um, the late 90s, 99. Newtown had been an incredibly successful football program in the 90s. I think I read somewhere they were the third winningest team in the state of Connecticut in the 90s. And it was such a football-driven school. You know, another thing I wanted to do was try to level the playing field for sure. all sports, mm-hmm. to make all sports feel special yeah. and to make all sports be successful. And it was something that really was a, a major factor in the way I looked at things for a long, long time. Um, looking back, and obviously it's a it's a lot of uh, a lot of years and a lot of uh, seasons and choices to to go from. But any particular sort of favorite memories or, or highlights, whether from all the way back at the uh, you know St. Ambrose or at the middle school or the high school as a coach or an AD, any kind of uh, you know memories or moments that really stand out as as particularly memorable uh, from those times. I think there, there's there's a large amount of memories there, <laughs> too many to recall. But I, certainly one of the things I'm most proud of. You know, is the fact that in our last, uh, my last four years there, you know, we started a wonderful unified program, mm-hmm. and under the leadership of Kathy Davy, a teacher in the building, 
uh, we grew right away. I mean, the program just took off. We won yep. the Ann Malafront Rookie Award right away. We were an outstanding um, unified program for two consecutive years with Michael's Cup Award winner. And uh, we were having 60, 70, 80 kids involved in our programs. And it was just an amazing just to, to be a part of that. I got to, to coach it last year when I, was, um, when I wasn't the AD anymore. I stayed involved coaching the unified sports program. That would definitely be something I, I, I love very much. Mm-hmm. You know, people always think, that when you're an athletic director, your greatest memories are are the championships and the state championships, and, and those are great. I'm not going to diminish those. Sure. I loved it. But honestly, I think my favorite thing was to watch some freshman, you know, who you kind of looked at and just kind of shook your head at, and, and, you know, not the stud freshman, but just a kid that you kind of – and you watched him for four years or her for four years develop – into an outstanding student athlete and a great person, you know. I was always proud also of the uh, the amount of um, volunteerism that our teams had. It was mm-hmm. something that we stressed. You know, we would be involved in the community. Newtown's an incredible town and the great support for our student athletes and for our athletic program. And I just always stressed how important it was to give back. And I think our kids did a great job of giving back. Yeah, no, it's, uh, uh, yeah, those are all great. Uh, I, I often say, and I've said it on this podcast uh, many, many times, but uh, as much as we, you know, are proud of our championships here at the CIAC and the, you know, all the great uh, opportunities for, uh, you know, um, experiences that we provide i think uh, the unified sports is probably the best thing that yeah. we do uh yeah. everyone's you know, that, happy that that program you know? is yeah you, you don't find many things where there's kind of a universal uh, a universal success rate but i think unified sports is uh, is about as close as you get absolutely um so let me uh we'll, we'll transition a little bit into kind of the, the ciac realm as you uh you've been here just about a month now uh you started uh, at the first of july so we're, we're moving in a little past a month here but for, for folks who don't know, um, and I'm sure you're uh, learning this as you go, but you know, how would you kind of describe the the parameters of, of your job? What does the the associate executive director do for the CIAC? You know, what a what are you responsible for that you sort of feel like p- folks could uh, could kind of understand what it is that you're trying to get your hands around and your head around uh, right now is in this new position. Yeah, it is amazing how many people do ask me. First, they'll congratulate me on the job, and then my friends who aren't involved in the field will ask, well, what do you do? <laughs> and, I, and I try to describe to them you know, some of the things that I'm responsible for. It's really the oversight kind of of CIAC mm-hmm. and my involvement in so many of the committees and, and helping to run those committees that really help CIAC stay on track and do all the wonderful things that CIAC is responsible for. You know, I'm responsible for some of the larger sports like football, boys soccer, girls soccer, uh, basketball, uh, boys and girls. So the tournaments and everything else involved, you know, um, as well as being the person who's there to answer the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this summer has been very eye-opening, and the number of questions you get from parents and from ads and from superintendents on transfer rule and eligibility and eight semester rule and all the different things that come up. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of there to be that conduit between CIAC and its member schools to, to be the person who's able to answer those questions and, and have a lot of ideas for schools. Yeah. Um, so how do you, uh, you talked about kind of, you, you come at it, uh, having been a teacher and a coach and an AD, uh, all along the way, how do you feel like those experiences, uh, as a teacher, a coach and AD, uh, will serve you and, and kind of help, uh, in this position with the CIAC? 
Well, I was often asked uh, what makes a good AD. You know, that was always a very common question mm -hmm. when you'd be interviewed. And I would say the two things, the two answers I always gave would translate very well into this job. And the number one is you have to be a people person. You have to be able to work with people. Yep. You have to be able to talk to people. You have to be a good listener. You have to be someone that's approachable. And you can't be someone who's just a top-down, my way or the highway kind of person. You have to be approachable. And the second piece has always been you have to be organized. And God didn't give me a lot of talents, but I, I'm very organized. I can stay on top of things. I can do many things at one time. And I think as an AD, you learn that above all else. Sure. That, that, that list of things you set up to do in the morning is not necessarily going to be what's done during the day because different things are going to take you in lots of different directions and you just have to stay focused mm -hmm. and figure things out and you know keep working toward whatever those end goals might be. So I yeah. would say those talents as an AD, you know, as a teacher as well, having to be organized and be personable are certainly talents that I'm hoping will translate in this position. I, I can see uh, or I can sense all of our AD listeners out there nodding along with you as they <laughs> as you talk about the uh, the yeah. need for for organization <laughs> um and I'm, I'm curious um you know as somebody obviously who, who you were very familiar with the ciac in your your previous roles and and had worked with folks here and had worked with uh, the the connecticut associate of athletic directors as well but i'm curious you know after being here for for roughly a month or so and and sort of observing the ciac from the outside such as it was uh what do you sort of know now that you didn't know before maybe about this organization the way it works or or just kind of a perspective uh you know in, in just a month that maybe you've gained uh kind of in the in the organization itself i think the, the the number one thing would be the fact that it's so member driven you know i guess when you're just a single high school ad and you're kind of focused on what you're doing or what your league's doing where CIAC is focused kind of on the big picture of all the different leagues mm -hmm. and the fact that, you know, so many of the committees and so many of the things that happen up here have to be driven by those people that come in and volunteer yep. and that work here. I never realized until they handed me this stack of committees of people that work here just how complex it all is and the fact that all of these people are volunteers. They're mm -hmm. giving up their time principals, assistant principals, ADs, people from all over are giving up their time to help make CAS CIAC function as well as it does and be as success successful as it is. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. And uh, you know, I started looking at my committee schedule, you know, for the next couple of months. I was just it was jaw dropping to to understand all these people who come here on their, on their free time and give up their free time to help to make this member organization you know, be so successful. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's, it's not people who are, who are overflowing with free time to begin with, as exactly. you say, it's principals, it's exactly. assistant principals, coaches, ADs who right. are all already very involved in a, in a variety of things. Absolutely. And yeah, they, uh, they really, uh, hopefully are driving the boat here a lot of the time. Um, what do you sort of, uh, kind of, you know, this is a, a little bit of a, an interesting question maybe in that I'm curious what your sort of looking at or, or anticipating will maybe be the biggest challenges that, that, that you're going to face uh, in the job, maybe the hardest part of the job for you, uh, what you see, whether it's a, you know, a particular issue or, or just sort of a particular uh, kind of aspect of the position that you think is going to be a, a challenge going forward. Well, there are many different aspects, you know, and to focus on one, but I think one that I would focus on would be, you know, our student athlete safety, mm -hmm. you know, their health and safety. There's been so much discussion about concussions, about heat, management about so many different factors 
that directly affect the health and safety of our student athletes. So that I would love that to be a focus of what I do mm-hmm. and, and continue to work on. CIA's been at the forefront of trying to make sure that our student athletes are safe and that safety comes first. But honestly, uh, going back to what I said way in the beginning of this discussion, you know, Sports are supposed to be fun, and and not getting hurt, you know, is a big part of not, you know, of, of making sure that it's fun. Yeah, you know, we we have to make sure that we take the time to understand that our our student athletes, our students first, athletes second, and that their their health and well being should be our top concern at all levels. Yeah. Yeah, no question that, uh, as I said, you know, you look at the things that you probably weren't worried about or, or maybe weren't on the, the front of your head when you started in, in the late 90s. And those, uh, those topics have certainly uh, come to the forefront and, and are, are, uh, are prominent now for all of our members. Exactly. Cool. Just looking even at pitch counts for, for in baseball, you know, looking at the types of bats that baseball uses, you know, so many different things mm-hmm. that, are, that are just geared toward making sure kids have a safe, fun experience when they play high school athletics. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the I think the benefits certainly for our organization, um, and this comes from as you said, the, you know, the fact that we're you know really hopefully driven by those folks, uh, you know, who 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 don't work in the building but come in and volunteer their time, but also bringing in someone like you, you know, who has worked uh, at a school, um, you know, offers some perspective on you know you're not haven't been in the building for a long time, so I'm curious, kind of, you know, from your perspective and maybe in terms of goals. Um, as you've gotten here, what do you think some of the things are some of the things that, that CIC can do better? What can we improve upon as an organization um, to, to better serve our schools? Well, I certainly think one is that we have to continue to be an organization that reaches out and listens to what concerns our principals, our athletic directors, our coaches have, and to listen to them. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love the triangle that exists between the Connecticut High School Coaches Association, CAD, and CIAC at this time. I mean, there's such a strong relationship and bond between the three that I think everybody needs to understand that their voice will be heard, mm-hmm. you know, and that people need to be listened to. It may not always go your way, right. but you will be listened to, and I will do everything in my power to bring about whatever changes the membership wants. Yeah. I and mean, that's something that I've learned a lot over the last month is you'll often hear ADs talk about certain issues and, and say, well, CIC would, you know, never does anything about that. But then you actually find out, well, there actually have been several proposals to address that issue, but the majority of the membership doesn't want it addressed. Right. So you're like, well, you're caught between a rock and a hard place there because you have people out there who are being very vocal saying CIC refuses to do anything about it. But the real fact of the matter is the, the membership doesn't want anything to be changed in that regard. Right. So that's something that I think is, is very important to understand. Yeah. Uh, sort of a, a similar question, I guess it 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 it, uh, it speaks to approach more than anything else. But I, I'm curious, you know, sort of how you how you what you sort of see the CIC's role in in some of these things, whether it's you know trying to change uh, proposal, trying to change policy, you know, existing policy, trying to as you say maybe uh, working on some of the things that come from the schools, or you know, in in meeting challenges, you know, that maybe schools. Might not they might not think are, are concerns or issues, but you know are things that are important to the CIAC. You know, I'm thinking of uh, you know, and some of these issues, um, you know, things like sportsmanship, things like um, you know, multi-sport participation. You know, less emphasis maybe on on you know um, you know single sports and and things like that. You know, that aren't necessarily. CIAC purview, but are things that maybe we're interested in trying to find some approaches and some things. So I'm just kind of curious, and I guess in what you see the CIAC's role in sort of addressing some of these bigger 
challenges? Is it just kind of have to wait for the membership to to come forward? Do you see a path where maybe the, the CIC can kind of try to, to reach out on some of these things? I'm just curious kind of in, in what your approach might be on some of these things. I think it would have to happen both ways. I think there are times when CIC needs to take the leadership role. I mean, CIC has to adhere to Connecticut state law. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it has to pass uh, policies or enforce policies that maybe some people find is unpopular, but it's Connecticut state law that we're simply following. Mm-hmm. So that's really important to understand that that's all part of it. You know, we also have to be that, you know, to be able to take in the information from those people that are our member schools and be able to serve them to the best of our ability. But also, again, I think you're absolutely right, whether it be sportsmanship or whether it be other other issues, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with CIC taking a little bit more of a leadership role, even if it isn't something that's driven by the membership. Right. But 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 yet we feel as an organization is really important in the state of Connecticut to be a leader there, to be in support of, you know, the leadership conference that's held each November is a great example of 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 being able to to push that I, some of the ideas along. Mm-hmm. Um, but again. I think CAC in some cases needs to be the leader and get out in front of issues. And in other times it needs to listen to its membership and, and support it in the best way it can. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's sort of a lot of different, uh, there's probably not one approach that, uh, that is always going to be the, uh, the end all be all in that, in that regard. So we'll, uh, well, you're uh, very busy. You've got a lot going on, so we'll let you, uh, get back to your job, but I'll, I'll let you wrap up kind of with, uh, with just one question is, you know, what could, uh, for any of our member schools, whether they're coaches, ADs, or even uh, high school athletes uh, maybe listening into this, I'm cu- just what do you feel like you would say the membership can expect from Greg Simon as, uh, as Associate Executive Director of the CIAC? Well, I hope you can expect that I will be a great listener, that I'll be somebody, like I said before, I'm not a top-down person at all. You know, I believe that consensus building and that if we all get in the boat in a row in the same direction, we can accomplish great things. I mean, I think CIAC needs to continue to work on its image out there. Mm-hmm. It needs to continue to promote itself and to make sure that people understand all the wonderful things that are going on up here and not get bogged down in, in, in those issues where people you know, obviously have concerns, but, but not necessarily the things that CIAC can fix. Yeah. All right. Well, we uh, we look forward to it. We, I know uh, I speak for everybody here that we're very happy to have you on board, and uh, and I think uh, our membership is going to be very excited about uh, about you. the direction that we have going forward. So, Greg, thanks very much, and uh, and best of luck on uh, month number two. We've got the <laughs> uh, the new AD workshop coming up in uh, I believe uh, just a little maybe two weeks or so, mm-hmm. which is a great opportunity yeah. for our uh, our new athletic directors to to get some of your uh, experience and, and kind of learn the ropes a little bit. So I know that's uh, one of the first things up on the agenda we've got a a board of control meeting coming up as well to kind of really get your feet wet so uh congratulations we're happy to have you here and thanks so much thank you joel i look forward to uh, working with you in the future thanks so much to greg really enjoyed that uh that conversation i hope you did as well he's really a a a wonderful guy and uh has done so much for uh for high school sports in the state of connecticut i know he's excited about uh bringing his experience uh to the world of the ciac and, and we are very excited to have him on board with us here. So I hope you enjoyed that. As I said, a little bit different, just the one guest, a little bit of a a one conversation there, and really enjoy talking to Greg. So hope that was uh, fun for you as well. We may have uh, another... Uh, we've got a couple things that we're, we're, we've got in the hopper for the CIC cast for the summer. But uh, if you have any ideas, people that you'd like us to have kind of similar conversations with, a little more in-depth 
chats about uh, whatever it might be, you can email the CIAC cast at CIAC cast, that's C I A C C A S T, at C A S C I A C dot O R G. I know it's a lot of C's and S's mixed in there, but CIAC cast at castciac.org is the email address. You can reach out to me there. You can check us out on Twitter at CIAC Sports. Shoot us a tweet and uh, and tell us who you'd like to tag uh, as a guest there on the on the upcoming edition of the CIAC cast. We've got a few things that we're considering, but would certainly love to hear from you folks as well. Facebook.com slash CIAC Sports. And, of course, CIACsports.com, your home for all of the information for the CIAC and high school sports in the state of Connecticut. With all of that said, we uh, thank you for listening uh, to this summer edition of the CIAC cast. As I said, be sure to subscribe. Then you'll know when we'll be back. But uh, I'm planning to be back uh, in, in two weeks, as is, our, uh, is, is our, uh, our history, our pattern here on the CIAC cast. So we hope you'll be back with us whenever it is that we return for another edition of the CIAC cast.